Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the podcast. Oh, God damn it. You know what? The fan is on in the bathroom right here. Let me just fucking... Um, welcome back to the podcast. Um, this is episode 53 of Insanely Chill. Now, um, I feel like last time... Last time was episode 52, and I didn't even realize that 52 is... 52 weeks makes up a year, believe it or not, if you do the math. Think about that for a second. You got seven days in a week. Multiply that by... 52 and that's whatever that's probably the number of days in a year right and so 52 weeks is a year and I just totally missed that I totally fucking missed it so why is this so quiet so this time I want to kind of say um say just so this time I want to acknowledge that and I kind of want to um reflect on the year that was insanely chill was it a chill year it was a pretty fucking chill year not entirely a lot of shit happened um, uh, I started this podcast in January, I guess as like a means of like just speaking longer form. I, I needed a medium where I could like, you know, everything I did was so edited that I need, I needed something where I have something was on my mind. I could just talk about it in a free flowing way. And so I started the podcast and it started out basically just like 10 minute segments or five to 10 minute segments. I think, I think the first one was about snowboarding or tattoos or something, and I, you know, there was some hot take there where I was like, tattoos don't have to have meaning. And I was like, oh, this is fucking legendary shit right here. Threw that up. And everyone was like, well, yeah, obviously we've, we've, we've been, no, we've been new about that. Um, and then I did one about snowboarding where I was like, snowboarding kind of sucks. If you think about it, another fucking crazy hot take right there. And people were like, whoa. And I was like, boom, this is what this fucking podcast is about to be, baby. Um, and, uh, and so I threw that one up and then eventually as the year went on, the podcast became, or I guess even as of February, I started doing them lengthier because I actually started listening to podcasts myself. That's the thing about starting a podcast. If you don't actually listen to podcasts, it's just pretty much disrespectful and you have no idea what the fuck you're doing. Um, and so I was like, well, people are going to like the 10 minute things. Maybe people did, maybe people people didn't, but that's just not that's just not how podcasts are meant to be. I even find myself when I'm listening to podcasts, I'm like, I want longer. You know what I mean? You finish an hour, even an hour and a half, and you're like, what the fuck? That what? That flew by. Give me some more of that wet, moist content. Sorry. Took a sip of my mug root beer here. Is this a Canadian thing? Mug root beer? I don't see this in the States or do I? I just never drink root beer. I don't know why my parents have this mug root beer. I'm talking, I know Barks, Barks root beer. Shout out to the fans of Barks. I um, drove by an A&W yesterday and I was like, it was one of those, I was like, I haven't been to A&W in like 15 years. Are those in the States? Those are in the States, right? Yeah. I used to, I used to go to A&W like every Friday with my dad and I used to get a teen burger. And I was a teen, so how nuts is that? What, what talk about marketing, huh? Teen burger. So I'm gonna start calling my fucking anytime I want to s- sell anything. Teen, it just the the teen <laughs> teen teen teams. <laughs> I'll make a T-shirt that just says teen, and hope that the teens buy it. Um, uh, what the fuck was I even saying? Okay, yeah. So then I. Um, I find myself wanting longer shit when I'm, when I'm listening to things. So I'm like, okay, I need to make mine longer. So eventually it became longer. And then eventually I was like, well, I need segments and I need, you know, reoccurring 
jokes. I don't need them. I mean, those naturally happen, you know, as the podcast evolved. But, you know, I started something called Voicemail Hour, which was, what, was that, was that in the summer? What did I even do the first 20 episodes of this podcast? It was like, I think it just like eventually got longer and longer. I started talking about things and it just like naturally, I think. And then, yeah, yeah. And then eventually I was like, uh, I, I, like I said before, I started writing segments. I was like voicemail hour. Um, and then I started taking calls, which was really fun. I only did that for a couple weeks. I started talking about Taco Tuesday. Remember that shit? Some very, very legendary shit happened um, on this podcast. I met Kelsey pretty much. I talked all about that. That's the thing about this podcast is that it's very personal, right? And I, when I started it, I was like, I don't know how much about my real life I should reveal I mean, there's a certain element. I, th- I feel like, you know, people like daily vloggers and stuff pretty much, um, uh, you know, give up their <laughs> right to privacy to some extent, right? Because you need to show like aspects of your life that other people don't normally see. With a podcast, it's not necessarily like that, especially a weekly one. You know, it's like I, it can be anything. I could just be comedic insights about things that happen to me. But, you know, as it as I was doing the podcast, I think I just like I got, you know, a lot of the times I would just talk about the shit happening because I feel like people could relate or, you know, it's just the shit that's on my mind as a 27 year old dealing with a career change and whatnot. Um, So, yeah, I met Kelsey. You know, I talked about we had the whole Taco Tuesday saga. Remember that shit? Huh? That was the golden days of this podcast. I'll tell you that I was. Every time I sat down, I was like, I was pumped to update the people on the on the um, status of Taco Tuesday, and uh, and I met you know I met my girlfriend, and that happened. Remember that I was like, the first Taco Tuesday, I was like, I'm nervous because this girl's coming over, and I'm I'm like, I spent all day at the grocery store, and I was like, was like fucking um, Gordon Ramsaying in the kitchen, was getting all fucking Gordy, Gordon Ramsay, made some goddamn ta- like tacos that to try and you know blow her mind and um they ended up being pretty good but good enough that i I got the girl and that all happened on insanely chill there's there's record of that if you go back um i interviewed a lot of people you know eventually it happened where i was like well i think i should start doing two episodes a week because i really enjoyed doing this and so I'm going to start interviewing people that are in the new media space, my friends, whatnot. So I interviewed um, Jason Nash, uh, Jimmy Tatro, fucking Hassan, um, who else? Todd, Matt, Zane, now most recently Emma, which by the way, I really enjoyed that episode and a lot of people... Um, a lot of people were ripping on Emma because she talks very quickly. And um, they were all like, wow, what did this chick do? Like a fucking line of coke before the interview? And I could see how you would think that she is a fast talker. And obviously, I think maybe she was a little bit nervous or whatever. But I think like in general, she's a very smart, well-spoken 16-year-old. What were you? What the fuck were you doing when you were 16? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not getting mad at you. I'm just saying me personally, thinking back to what I was like when I was 16. You know what I mean? I just got my license and I was just, I just... What the fuck was I even doing? I don't even know. Nothing that productive at all. I was driving around a Honda Element just worrying about how I can get like a hand job. You know what I'm saying? I, no. Uh, was it? Was that? 
I don't know. I don't even remember. But it was definitely I was definitely not running my own show at that point, which is essentially what she's doing. And um, and she really, you know what I mean? I feel like I watch her videos and I feel like in order to be as like charismatic and um, outspoken about things in a good way, you kind of have to be, you know, like a, like you have to, your mind has to work at that speed. So I found it interesting just watching it back. And I also found it very inspiring. The fact that she, you know, was able to graduate high school early and all that shit. I found that, um, even watching it, I was like, God damn, you know, if I were her age, I'd be like watching this right now. I'd be like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. Let's, let's work. Let's work on some shit. Let's be creative. So that's cool. I always support that shit. And, and I think the episode's pretty good. So I interviewed her. I interviewed, you know what? That might have been it. <laughs> no, I had everyone on the podcast. Marcus, Noel. We started our own one. Um, I think I'm going to do a year in review video. I know I did one last year and people like seemed to like it. I don't know. I watch it back and I cringe a little bit because it's like, even though at the beginning of the video I say, um, you know, I don't want this to be braggy. It kind of feels like I'm like, I'm not gloating, but it's like, I don't know. I, uh, and so this year I want to go through everything, the success, the failures, everything, you know, mostly for me, just so I have like a record of this. Cause you know, I go back and watch that 2016 video and it's interesting. I forget some of the shit that happened to me in 2016. And I'm like, you know, do you guys have like, like backups of your photos and shit? I feel like every time I get a new phone, I'm like, oh, I'll back it up. And I just start from scratch. You know, I'm like, you know, I get a new iPhone and it's like a, a blank canvas. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm just going to fill this phone up, but I'm going to start at zero. And then I forget to back up my previous phone. And then it just goes in a drawer or some shit. So I know all those photos from that year or two of my life are just on that phone. And I'll probably throw it out one day, you know? So I just, I, I, these videos are good for me where I can like have a place that I can go. As long as YouTube's around, I guess there will be a place that I could go to see, um, you know, what happened that year and such. And I guess even though that's kind of the point of this podcast, honestly, I could just go back and watch this and it would just be, just hours and hours of exactly what happened to me <laughs> that year. So I guess that's the benefit. I'll never stop doing this. Mm. Wow, another shout out to Mug Root Beer. That's fucking good. Mug Root Beer. It's great. Good stuff. Nectar of the Gods, I'll tell you. No, you know what actually is the Nectar of the Gods? Tim Horton's Coffee. I'm telling you, every time I come home, first place I go is Tim Horton's, and I fuck it up, dude, and it fucks me up back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just a love, love relationship there. Love it. Um, Kelsey's flying in today, and I think I'm gonna pick her up from the airport and just take her straight to Tihos. Um, get her a little. Uh... She's freaking out about the customs form right now. Um, she was like, she was asking me. She was like, "What what happens when I go through customs? I don't think she's ever gone. To, she's gone to cust- through customs like one time or something." So she's like, what happens when I, when I go through customs? And I was like, well, just make sure, you know, when they ask you if you're, if you plan to, you know, do any terrorism, you say no to that. That's very important. And then, um, you know, make sure you declare basically everything in your suitcase. You want to declare every single thing you brought, every single pair of pants, shirts, you know, they're very, very sensitive about what you're bringing into the country. She's freaking out. She's like, what, what? They ask you that? They ask you about terrorism? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really scary. Basically, they make it was you get off the plane and they make everyone lie down with their hands behind their head 
and then they put you through they you know they do like a kind of a grueling round of questions so a very intense high pressure situation where they're basically screaming at you it's like a drill sergeant sort of thing um and then those who pass that um they go through a polygraph so it's just like a standard lie detector test you know about your intentions in canada and everything and then um after that it's just a pretty simple interrogation uh some minor torture and then yeah basically the people who get through that get their bags and they get into the country so should be all good <laughs> um yeah, so thank you for listening. If you've been listening for 52 weeks, it means a lot, honestly, it does. And, um, you know, even though this podcast, as any show, has its ups and downs, you know, Taco Tuesday specifically being an up, um, I uh, I appreciate the fact that you guys have stuck it out with me. It's been a lot of fun, and I'm, I hope to God that you've learned some shit and you've laughed. Hell, I have from you guys. So, um, I appreciate you. It's been a good year and, um, I'm currently home. I'm currently in Calgary right now, as I've mentioned, it's minus 29 today Celsius, which is about the same Fahrenheit. Um, it like evens out when you're that low, which is fucking absurd. It's just absolutely the the coldest it was, it was the first day that we were here. Um, we went to this restaurant and so we got, we finished eating and we left the restaurant around 9 PM and our car was parked like a couple blocks away and I had two jackets on and I walked outside and I had to eventually jog to the car because I was, I couldn't talk. I was so cold and we get to the car and I'm like violently shivering, like, like fucking violently teeth chattering audibly to, to the other people in the car. And we looked at the temperature it was minus nine and now it's today's minus 29. <laughs> It's just like not even, we, we, went, we went out for a, like a, just, a, you know, a casual Christmas run. <laughs> uh, see, this is what, remember that episode? This is another, this is just like a throwback episode. Remember that episode I was talking about what it's like having active parents, right? Um, you know, they made me, the last time I hung out with my parents, I signed up for a marathon and then I did it. That was the last time I hung out with my parents. That was the whole reason why I did that marathon in October. It's because I saw them in August and they were like, you should do this. And I was like, I should do this. <laughs> um, so um, what the fuck was I just saying? God damn it. Why does this happen? Um, yeah, right. So yesterday we went out for a Christmas. It's a tradition that we go on a Christmas run. Um, and it was minus 20 or something. We fucking we all bundled up. And we went for a run and it was like every portion of my body was covered. Every single centimeter of skin was covered except for like my eyes right here. Um, and then there was like, you know, I was wearing like a face mask with like little vent holes in it. And I would breathe in and my lungs would would hurt pain. And not like the pain that you feel when you like, you know, run, when you run hills, you know, you run stairs. And you're like at the brink of your. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. 
um, cardio limits in your lungs, like you feel that kind of like pain where it's sort of tired. This is just straight up like lungs are um, freezing. Yep, just like being cryogenically frozen as I breathe, which is just the basic, you know, can't hurt to breathe. It's just, that's what, you know, you got to just be able to breathe. <laughs> How insightful is that? Breathing. You got to be able to do it. Um, this is a basic human function. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's why I don't really fuck with the jewel anymore. As I kind of realized after a while, it makes it, I don't know if other people who like vape or if, you know, the, the giant fucking vapes, the huge ones that you're, you know, you're grabbing onto it like this. Um, do those hurt? Did, did they make your lungs feel weird? I just, you know what I mean? After like I jeweled for a little bit, it was like my, it was like making it like harder, a little bit harder to breathe, but that was enough where I was like, this is fucked up. This shouldn't be happening. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's, this is, I shouldn't have trouble breathing ever. Why am I, why would you do that to yourself? I'm just wondering if other people feel the same way. Um, and if, especially if like fucking high school kids are using that shit, that's crazy. If they're feeling that shit all the time, maybe it's just because I'm older. Who knows? Um, speaking of which, I posted a video today and uh, I Googled myself, basically. Very narcissistic video. Um, and I forgot to mention that in the video that I knew it was a pretty narcissistic thing to do. Um, so um, people, I think people think that I'm just a dick now, generally. And that one of the things I did in the beginning was I Googled Google to get to Google because I thought it'd be funny. And then afterwards I realized, holy fuck, this is like the quintessential old person thing to do. I always do this shit in my videos where I'm like, I just do the old thing without even trying probably because I'm old, but it's like, I gotta just stop. I gotta stop. It's getting, it's affecting me. You know what I'm saying? The old jokes. Um, yeah, so it's been a good year. And this is episode 53 now. This is the first episode of after, well, I mean, this is the last episode of 2017, um, but it's also the first episode of season two, I guess we'd call it, right? Season two of Insanely Chill. I think this year, what my goals are for this um, is to do more interviews. I think I want to do those. I mean, if you just look at... You know, I'm I'm enjoy basically I I like doing these individual episodes. I've always liked it. Um but I'm enjoying it less, not less. I just feel like you know, I a lot of the times I'll look at what I'm doing and I'll make like a like I've said before, like a choice, a strategic choice, figure out where to go because I only have a certain amount of time, right? And so I I I think I want to put more effort into my main channel going into the new year, post more videos spend more time editing, blah, blah, blah. And I think for this channel, I want to spend more time interviewing because I feel like I'm in an interesting position where I, you know, want to get better at that sort of format. And I feel like I, you know, I have a lot of friends in the new media space. So I think, um, I think it'd be good. Let me know who you want to see me interview in the new year. Um, and I'll try and make it happen. I just, you know, it's just always fucking annoying asking people to do your podcast. It's just like the most fucking LA goddamn question. Hey, you want to do my podcast? They're like, cool. So we can get five listens for whatever reason. Um, yeah. So, um, what else is good? Had a great Christmas. Fantastic. Spent time with family. I got a new wetsuit, which I was fucking stoked on. There's just been, every time I wake up in the morning now in LA, it's just cold. Not as cold as here, obviously, but it's, it's, 
you know, it's like the temperature where you're just, you don't want to get out of bed at all because the room's cold. And the last thing I want to do is put on a fucking wetsuit and walk to the beach. So now I got this real cozy one. Um, it's a four, three real cozy wetsuit. I got booties. Um, so I'm going to, you know, I'm going to bundle up I'm, now I'll be good for winter surfing. Hopefully. Um, I want, I also want to surf in British Columbia come, um, probably next spring or summer and then potentially the winter too. So that's going to be cold as fuck. I'm going to have to bundle up for that. Um, yeah. And I got some headphones, which is, which is good. I've been making music while I've been here too. Making a little bit of music. Um, I'm not good. Obviously I'm not good. And I, I don't know if I'll ever be good, but God damn it. Is it ever fun? Um, just producing my own shit. You know what I mean? Like fucking with Ableton. It's actually kind of funny. So I've been watching like a lot of producer videos on YouTube. That's how I'm like learning. Um, yeah, like I've been watching, uh, shout out to Ramzoid. I've been watching Aries, Aries, A-R-I-E-S, and a dude named Ramzoid. Both of them are really, really talented dudes. And they did, they basically do producer videos where it's like, all right, today we're going to like make this type of beat or today we're going to remix this type of song or whatever. And they'll use like acapellas from people. Um, they'll remix shit. They'll make shit from scratch. It's dope. But everything, you know, their whole style is they take you, they, they tell you what they're going to do and then they take you through the whole process. Um, and so, you know, I've, I've, that's basically how I've been learning to, to do shit is just watching them and either, you know, recreating the process. Cause I don't have, it's hard to, it's hard to establish a workflow when you start from scratch, right? You kind of need to, and this is kind of what Emma was saying last episode when she started, she just would clone other people, other people's style of videos, right? She just started doing beauty shit because that's what she saw other people doing. And then eventually her own style kind of evolved from that. And I feel like that's the same with anything, right? That's when I learned, you know, how I learned editing. I didn't know how to edit like last year. And then, um, Noel and I shot a sketch and I sat down and watched him edit it in premiere one time. And I went back to my place, I downloaded premiere and I had enough. I had like the tools I needed basically to like start, premiere and now i'm a fucking premiere expert not actually i'm just decent but i'm like you know i can hold my own um after a year and so i feel like with um and now i have kind of my own editing style too you know what i mean i have my own workflow i know i know how i'm gonna tackle a video i usually do three passes of editing first one you know just getting like the raw footage together without the spaces second is i'll go through and add some effects third is like the whatever it's, it's fucking boring but it's like you know, um, I now know my style and my workflow and I feel like music is the same thing for me. It's going to be the same thing. I don't know. You know what I mean? Now I don't know where to start with drums. You start with the leads, you start with the bass. What do you do? Start with your sample, whatever. And I know it varies song by song, but it's good to have like a general idea of what that is for other people. First, you clone that and then eventually you'll find your own style. I feel like that's true. I don't know. Maybe not, but that works for me. So that's what I've been doing, but watching a lot of their shit. And so I've been producing as I'm home, I'm working on videos, but I'm also when I'm bored, I'm working on, I'm working on music. I think I'm going to upload, um, this one I made to, I made this like sort of cool trap beat that I basically just got from like a tutorial, but changed, use my own sounds and shit like that. But this one I, I semi like, and you guys can tell me if this is lame as fuck or not. I'm probably going to, I made like a SoundCloud for this shit for these really stupid beats. And so I'm going to start uploading them. Um, and so if you want to, you know what, actually, if you want to follow it, it's soundcloud.com slash stupid ass beats. That's what it is. Let me just check to make that, make sure that's true. 
Yeah, soundcloud.com slash stupidassbeats. And so I'll uh, I'll start uploading the shit that I make there, and just don't don't make fun of it, please, because it's gonna be bad. I'm just I hope I get better. It's just you know right away, it's not gonna be good. It's not you know you know what I mean. Those those the first music. Anyone that's ever made music before that first, and I like I used to when I was younger too. So like hopefully these are better than that. But it's just like they're just like the songs are like empty, you know, kind of like my my heart. Just empty, not a lot of, uh, you know, it needs to feel full and it's just not there. So I feel like maybe my stuff will actually be like that in the beginning. And then, all right, so here, this is the, I'm just going to hold the mic up to the computer. Hopefully you can hear it. This one I sampled, um, whole lot of love by Led Zeppelin. Tell me if this is corny or not. sounds like something that would be from like a corny action movie <laughs> um yeah so i'll i'll finish that one and i'll upload it to the oh my gain's going fucking crazy right now jesus christ i'll finish that one and i'll upload it to uh soundcloud and you can make fun of it on there don't make fun of it but you can if you if you feel so compelled all right um okay what else is gucci what else did i make i made um i've just been trying to make like a beat a day and I think that's going to like, you know, the the way. OK, I was just talking before how I learned Premiere by watching Noel. But the, the real way I learned is by just doing it for a year afterwards and making as many videos as I can. That's kind of, I think, what I'm going to do for music is just try to make like a song like every couple days if I can. If I have time, it's hard to like really devote time to that because it's like I, I'm not seeing any immediate payoff. Maybe I'll make a song with Noel. And I'll produce the beat. And so that's how I'll see, you know, progress. But it's just like, you know, it's, it's got to be done. Um, so, yeah, that's what I've been up to. And plus making videos. I had the one with Noel that I posted on Friday where we roast a jeet, a jeet pie. And, um, oh, actually, Noel's going to, in the, in that video, um, Noel sings um, to the, to the, basically the theme song of the questions video that Ajit made. We he rapped. Um, I'm a jeep pie. I like penis in my mouth. Yeah, and it was really good. Like everyone was like, "Yo, I want a full version of this." So I actually made a recreated the drum loop and the beat or and the little like melody. And Noel's gonna send me some vocals, and I'll I'm gonna actually make the ringtone. So keep an eye out for that if you want that as a ringtone. Um. So yeah, and then I posted uh the Google video today, which is on the trending page on Canada. I feel like I'm really good at getting on the trending page in Canada for some reason. Basically, every video I post now, the, I make it on Canada, but nowhere close to the States. And I don't know if that's because um, I'm Canadian and they like know, and maybe I made my YouTube account when I was in Canada and now I'm just like linked to the Canadian trending page, <laughs> which is fine, but it's like, I it's definitely not the amount of people, less people are frequenting the Canada, the Canadian trending page than the American trending page. But it's still pretty cool to be on there. Let's see. Let's see if I'm still on there. Let's see. Come on. Yeah, number 36. That's kind of cool. So, yeah, that's dope. Um, What else is fucking going on? 
Um, yeah, so it's been good. I gave, uh, I gave my parents and my sister some cryptocurrency for Christmas because I'm a giant piece of garbage. I'm just a giant piece of human shit. <laughs> I thought it was, a, I thought it was a cool, and they liked it. I thought it was a cool gift. You know what I'm saying? It's something that appreciates probably over the next year. It's going to be worth a lot more than it was worth now. That's not all I got them, but I thought that was a nice little quirky douchey gift that I could give them. And, um, of course I did a, I did a lot of talking about crypto at, uh, at family dinners and whatnot. I'm sure the people that aren't interested in it right now just must hate everyone that's interested in it because it consumes every, every dinner party, every conversation where people get together and two people are mutually interested in crypto. It just, it's all they talk about and they, they'll talk about it for hours as will I. So people, you know, people that don't are, that aren't into that kind of shit. Must just hate it. It's like when people talk about sports around me. Like when I go to like someone's house and there's like multiple males in that, you know what I'm saying? Like a, like some, and they start talking about football or whatever. And I want to talk about it. I want to, I want to know, but I just don't, I just, I'm not interested and I don't know enough, but I would love to be part of that conversation. I would love to, you know, know sports facts. Oh yeah. That's like, it's amazing how many fucking random facts sports fans know like about players that you know played in the league in fucking 88 and it's like players who weren't even that you know like important people just know names and things like i could you imagine if you just knew that about like that much just general trivia about like just other things like the amount of if you put the amount of effort that people put into knowing sports things and reading about sports into just everything else like you would know, you'd know the craziest shit. You'd be like the most interesting person person at a dinner party. But instead, people are it's just a group of four dudes talking about like really obscure stats that only they know. Which I'm not. Hey, I'm not fucking. I'm not hating at all. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, people know a lot of obscure sports stuff. It's crazy. Um, and uh, and that's what I feel like when I'm around people that talking about sports. I'm just like I did. I, can we just talk about something else? Because I want to be involved. <laughs> I don't know anything about this. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and tomorrow we're heading to Montana. That'll be fun. Gonna fucking just chill, honestly. I'm just gonna chill. This is my last work I'm gonna do. Oh, no, I gotta do that year in review video. So I'm gonna do that while I'm there, probably, like I did last year. But then we're just gonna kick it. Um, I... What was I going to, oh yeah, you know what I was going to do? Actually, I was going to tell you guys, I'm going to wrap this up relatively soon. Um, just because this is, you know, it's the holidays and I'm fucking tired and, um, I woke up early to edit that video this morning. So, um, I wanted to end basically with a joke and it's, it's, it's not a short joke. It's one of my favorite jokes. I got to give shout out to my uncle Tom for telling me this joke a long time ago. Um, it really is one of my favorites and um, I haven't really told it that much just because it's a long one. Um, but it's, it's, it's absolutely worth it. And I, I figured, you know, it's a year after this podcast started, it's the holidays. I might as well hit you guys with one of my favorite jokes of all time. Okay. So this joke is about a clown. It's about a clown and a man picture it. Maybe it's you actually, you know what? It's you. No, it's not you. It's not. It's a, it's a guy. It could be you. Think of him as you or not. 
but I want you to see yourself in this guy. Okay. His name is Jared. All right. And Jared, um, he's young. He's a young boy. Um, and he loves the circus. Okay. He's only been about one time and he had a good time. And the next year circus comes again and he asks his mom if he can go. His mom says, sure. So he waits with bated breath till the circus finally comes. He gets all dressed up. They go to the circus. He sits front row and they watch. They watch the, the lions. They watch the tigers. They watch the trapeze artists. And finally, as the finale, the clowns come out and they do their thing on their little fucking cars, driving around, being funny. The last clown to come out is this clown. His name's Krusty the Clown. And Krusty is driving around. Oh, no, Bozo, actually. Let's call him Bozo. Bozo the Clown is driving around, and he drives right up. Now, Jared is sitting front row, right? He drives right up to Jared, and Jared is is very excited at this point, right? He's basically, this is his dream come true, right? He's been, he's been thinking of this since the last circus, and now the clowns are actually interacting with him, and uh, it's amazing, right? So the clown... He holds up his flower. He's got a flower in his shirt. He takes the flower off. He holds it up for Jared to have a big whiff. Jared leans down, takes a smell, and Bozo squirts, and water comes out of the flower and hits him right in the face. And Bozo looks at him and goes, you're the horse's ass. And everyone in the crowd bursts out laughing. Everyone. They fucking love it, and Jared is horrified. He's mortified. He's so embarrassed right? He can't even believe what just happened to him. He's, 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 his, his, his dream, his, his idol, Bozo the Clown, just embarrass him in front of all these fucking people, right? So the circus ends. He goes home. He can't stop crying. He's just a mess. Finally, he picks himself back up, and he thinks, you know what? This isn't the way to solve this problem. The way to solve this problem is to get him back, Right? I don't want to I don't want to just wallow over this and and feel bad for myself. I need to take action. I need to wait till the circus comes back next year. I need to show him who's boss, all right? And so he obsesses over this. The year comes by, he can't wait for the circus again because he's not going to let Bozo get away with this shit next time. No, he's going to prove himself in front of this entire crowd of people that watched him get humiliated. Right? Let me take a sip of my uh, mug real quick. Right? Finally, he sees the poster for the circus. It's on the, it's on, it's stapled to a tree. He can't wait. He can't wait. He gets more excited than ever. He knew it was coming, but now it's official, right? The circus is back in town, baby. And, um, he's about to take action. So he, he, uh, waits, right? With bated breath. Finally, the circus comes and he gets dressed up and his parents take him. And by now he's a year older. He's a little bit more mature, right? And, um, you know, he's dressed up, maybe in a little tux. He's feeling good. People dress up for the circus back then, right? The day finally comes. He's at the circus. They take front seat again, right? They watch the tigers, the tiger, the, the, uh, the lion tamer. They watch the trapeze artist. There's an elephant this time balancing on one foot or whatever the fuck the elephants do in the circus, right? It's a full show. Finally, finale, the clowns come out, all right? They're riding around their little fucking cars. They're being hilarious. Everyone's chuckling, having a good time. Bozo finally comes out, and he's driving around the ring. 
and he drives right up to Jared. Once again, he recognizes him, I think, even. And Jared knows it's coming. He can see him. He starts to get a little nervous, right? And Bozo has a little smirk on his face. And Bozo holds up his flower and says, take a whiff of this. How do you think it smells? And Jared, in the heat of the moment, he just loses concentration. His head's a mess. It's just, it's just foggy. He doesn't know what to do. He's sweating. He's panting. He, he, he leans down. He takes a whiff. And Bozo squeezes it. Water sprays out. Hits him right in the face. He goes, he looks him right in the eye. He goes, you're the horse's ass. And the crowd goes fucking nuts. They're lolling. Everyone's laughing. Jared is absolutely mortified that this has happened again. Now this is the second time this has happened to him. People are laughing at him. He's the butt of the joke. He is the butt of the joke. He's the horse's ass. God damn it. And he can't believe it's happened again. He can't. And he's scarred almost, right? He goes home that day. He's crying. How did I let myself? Who am I? Why did this happen again? Why? Why? The next day he picks himself back up. He goes, no. No, no, no. This can't be like this. No, I'm Jared, okay? And I'm not going to let this this bozo clown, who is also a bozo, get the best of me, okay? No, I can't. And so what does he do? He takes this more seriously this time. He goes, he joins the debate team. He's smart about it. He thinks, well, I'm going to, I'm going to polish up my skills, my comeback skills, my insult skills. He joins the debate team. He goes to nationals, right? He's training hard. He wins nationals. He's doing TED Talks, okay? He goes to fucking stand-up school. He goes to insult school. Do you even know they had that? No. But it's real, and Jared went to it. Right? The circus doesn't come back for a couple years because they ran out of money, and they had to shut it down. And so Jared waits, and he grows more mature, and he studies harder, and he's looking in the mirror. He's practicing on himself, right? He's filming himself. He starts a YouTube channel. He starts making fun of other people. Ajit Pai, for example, he's making fun of Jake Paul, and people are loving it. He's fucking ready. He's just waiting for the day when the circus comes back to town, and he can tell Bozo the perfect thing, the thing that will get him back for years of torment in front of all these fucking people who he has to see all the time. It's a small town, people, right? Finally, one day, he wakes up. He goes outside. And he sees the flyer for the circus. The day has come. Somebody bought the circus. And, um, and they're, they, they're bringing it back to town. You know, they've remodeled it a little bit. They've changed the business plan. The tickets are a little bit more expensive. But it doesn't matter. It's coming back. And that's what matters to Jared. <sighs> so he waits. He waits. He knows this is his moment. You know, he's working. He's doing his final preparations. He's looking in the mirror again. Um, and he's just, you know, he's, he's tapering almost. He's almost at this, at this monk level of just a concentration and peace, almost inner peace. He knows exactly what he's going to say and it's going to be fucking perfect. It's going to humiliate Bozo. Day finally comes. He gets dressed up. He's older now. You know, he's got his suits from his debate shit. He's, he's getting dressed to the nines. He looks fucking fly as hell. All right. 
He goes to the circus. He sits front row. He pays extra for that ticket because he knows it's worth it, though. He knows. He watches the lions, the lion tamer. He watches the tigers jump through hoops and whatever. He watches the elephants balance on one foot and then balance on their fucking hands. The circus has gotten crazy in the last few years. He watches the trapeze artist. He's like, how do they not fucking fall? I don't get it. There must be like at least one trapeze death a year, right? Who, who, what's the audience that gets to see that shit? That must be horrifying, but not as bad as what Bozo has put Jared through. And so he waits for the final act. And finally, it happens. The clowns come out, okay? And they're circling the circus and they're driving around their little cars and they're laughing and everyone's chuckling, having a good time, right? And then he and then he comes out. Jared sees him, Bozo. Just what he used to look like. It's the same person. And he's got a little smirk on his face. And he drives over right up to Jared. And they stare at each other. Everything goes silent. Everything. People at the circus know what's gone on the past couple times, all right? And everything goes silent. You can hear a pin drop. And Bozo holds up his flower. And he goes, why don't you take a whiff of this? And Jared goes, fuck you, you stupid clown. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Thank you for fucking with Insanely Chill for 52 episodes. And uh, I will see you next time. All the best in the new year. Peace. (laughs) 